Our Ask an Expert segment continues. And joining me in the studio is Dr. Jeremy Jeremy Tremblay, uh, Research Fellow, Renewable Energy College of Engineering, IT and Environment. Uh, welcome to the studio and happy World Environment Day. Happy World Environment to you too. And thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, anytime. It is World Environment Day, but I notice you've turned up without cake. <laughs> I did. I'm not much of a sweets eater. <laughs> oh, fair enough. It's exciting to have you in today. We're, we're sort of covering off on the topic of CDU helping to make green waste energy a reality. Does that mean that one day I'll be able to mow my lawn and then use the clippings to power my car? Um, probably not that advanced. All right. Um, so bio bioenergy, it's a pretty low energy density supply. So doing it on that small scale, you probably wouldn't get enough to mow your lawn out of it. Fair enough, I understand. But producing electricity from garden waste might not be too far off. Oh, no, I mean, it's it's pretty much being done around the world already. So um, I get, in our work, we're just kind of looking at the best way to do it in our environment and with our feedstock being the green waste from domestic uh, households in the NT. Oh, okay. When you say feedstock, what do you mean by that? So basically, um, when, if you go down to the tip and you take your palm fronds and whatever oh, from your right. garden, that's yeah. the feedstock we get. Okay. So that's what we're looking at. So down at Shoal Bay. So Shoal Bay, and we're also looking at Alice Springs. Oh, brilliant stuff. So what, what are you doing with the feedstock down there? How do we test it? How do we see if we can make power from it? So, well, the first thing we do is um, we measure the, the energy content of the waste itself. So, and to do that, we use something called an oxygen bomb calorimeter. Right. So, <laughs> so basically, all that is is we take a small portion of the sample and we put it in this. Uh, it's a very high pressure vessel, so we put about thirty atmospheres of oxygen into it because you want to make sure that you get complete combustion. How big is an atmosphere of oxygen? So, it, well, this, it's a pressure. So this is oh. one atmosphere of what you feel right now. Oh, the, right now, yeah. In the in our atmosphere, this is one. So this is one. Right. So but you don't really atmosphere. feel anything. Right. So it's 30, 30 times as much of pure oxygen. So that would, yeah, that would be, pressure. yeah, that would be pretty painful. Yeah. And so what that does is it, it takes the sample and then blows it up. Well, yeah, basically we combust it. And I mean, it's the same process to use to measure calories in food um, and uh, anything. Yeah. Really. It, solids, you can use it for solids and liquids. Um, and that's what we'll be using it for, um, for the green waste. And, and so what, what is the result or outcome from, from that process? So the first stage, so doing it that way, we get the total energy that we can expect out of the, of the um, supply chain. Yeah. Um, but then that's not really what you want. You're not going to just burn it and yeah. create electricity. So you want to upgrade it. So we're looking at ways of upgrading it, and we're trying to find the best way to do that so that we can put in the right system and then you can use all the green waste at the tip to generate electricity. That would be incredible, especially in a place like the Northern Territory. We're so tropical and we just have mountains and mountains of green waste that basically just breaks down and we put back on our gardens and, you know, that's nice. But uh, to be able to get, is it clean energy? Yeah, it's, so it's considered carbon neutral because all the carbon, like all the carbon dioxide that you release when you burn it was collected when the plants are growing. So there's no net carbon into the atmosphere. So it pays for itself. Right. So it's like a cycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. cool. What type of things are um, uh, powered by this type of technology already? If we're looking at overseas yeah. and places that are using it. Well, I mean, um, it's pretty big in Europe. I think um, something about like 6 to 8% of their electricity is through bioenergy. Wow. But they, also, they get the benefit of also needing heat. 
so they get um, a double impact, which we don't really get yeah. up here. Yeah. We don't have much need for heating. Um, but yeah, it is, it's also a waste management process. So that way, it, it's used around the world um, just to reduce the amount of waste in landfills as well. Yeah. So it's a clean energy and waste reduction. Which seems just like a big win-win all over the place. Yeah, pretty much. That's why we're really into it. Yeah. So this machine that you're using, mm-hmm. expensive? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty expensive. The more advanced you get, the more expensive they get. Um, I mean, you could even, you could make a homemade one probably for less than 50 bucks, but... Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, probably, it wouldn't be the same quality, and it'd be a lot more manual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So do we just have the one? Yeah, we just have the one. Um, but yeah, but it's a pretty nice one, because a lot of it's automated, which saves me a lot of time, because um, we use it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where, where are you at, at in this research, and, and what's the next thing to come for you? So we've been we've been monitoring um, Alice Springs for the past six months and just collecting like the moisture content of the of this um, supply and the energy content. And now we've moved on to Shoal Bay. So we'll continue with Alice Springs, but we've also got Shoal Bay going now, um, and we'll continue to monitor that. So that tells us um, the yearly variation, so what we can expect throughout the year, because you need to know all these details if you're going to build a system that yeah. um, is going to like burn the stock or or how you're going to convert it to a fuel be it uh carbon or methane or however you're going to do it um so oh sorry i forgot yeah so so that's what you're doing now you're testing the stock and you're looking at and and, and how it works is that a long process how long is this this project is it okay we can get all the information we need Mm. in six months and then we'll be able to do this in a year and then is there a time frame so we have about we have about a year and a half left so you can't really speed it up how long have you been going so we've been going about six months. Right. Yeah. So you can't really speed it up because you need to know how things change throughout the year. Yeah, that's so that, right. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way to speed that up. Because we have so many variables here. Like right. with our with our wet and then our dry and then what if our wet's not wet enough and our dry, you know. So we've had a really, really dry wet season now, which would give you information and data that probably would change in two years' time when we have a super wet one. It could, especially with the amount of plants because, yeah. I mean, up here, you know, like plants grow really quick in the wet season and then they die really quick in the dry yeah, season yeah. and it all ends up at the dump. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Which is perfect for you. Right. Yeah. So uh, about a year and a half left of the study sort of side of it? Well, oh, no, we'll also be making fuels as well. Oh, great. Yeah. So this is this is just the basically the baseline. So we know this this much energy and we want to get as much energy out of it as we can, but using the least amount of energy to actually get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is kind of a game changer as far as the future of the planet's concerned as well, which is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, using what we have and I mean we're not even looking into agriculture or anything yet like because uh, growing plants for the purpose of fuel we're just looking at using the waste that we have and I guess our ultimate goal though is to use the biofuel to generate electricity but more of a backup for solar panels up here yeah so because really we've got so much solar um, and the biofuel would never be able to completely um, would never be able to be our primary source of electricity it's just there's just not enough energy in plants to do that but it could be a nice synergy between the two. Right. But if you use it in conjunction with, yeah. say, solar panels, you could really reduce the amount of fossil fuels that you're using. I'm always constantly surprised that there just aren't solar, solar, plan- solar panels hanging off everything in the Northern Territory. Like, there's just not one on top of our car. There's just not one, like, <laughs> everywhere. Because we have more sun than anywhere else. 
Oh, no, I agree. I think um, we are a bit behind. Mm. I think even Tasmania has more solar panels than we do. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. And they get a lot less sun than we do. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah, we, we do need to just get a little bit smarter with how we do things, but this is an excellent example of doing that with your work. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're really excited about it um, and that we, we hope to be seeing an impact within the next, by the time the project wraps up. How many in your team? So there's um, three of us at the moment. Um, small. Yeah, so it's pretty small. Um, we, we've had some uh, master students working with us, um, but they've just finished up. So it, it'll ebb and flow. And then um, hopefully get some PhD students on the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grow a bit. Unpaid yeah. labor. Yeah. Get them in and working for you. That sounds pretty good. Uh, I had to do it, so. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It's like an internship. Uh, Dr. Jeremy Tremblay, lovely to have you in today. Uh, best of luck with the work. Looking forward to catching up maybe at the end of it to see where you are and, and how it all went. Oh, yeah, it would be great. Yeah, and uh, happy World Environment Day. Happy World Environment to you. Please, next time, bring cake. I will.